0: Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, actually. It's a nice day in Canary Wharf. Got here very early. Turned the lights on in the building. Beautiful. That's what life's about. That's that's how you set yourself up for a good day in the city.
1: Yeah, you are. You can have. A, I think you've got it all week. The glorious sunshine, and uh, make sure you put some sunscreen on
0: they <laughs> We're not getting too much sun <laughs> through the office, it has to be said, but I, I, I get your feeling.
1: Okay. Uh, what about the markets? They were weaker yesterday?
0: Yeah, actually, markets under a little bit of pressure, giving back some of Friday's impressive gains, as data showed the US service sector nearly stagnated in May new orders coming under pressure. The ISM gauge of services fell to 50.3. That's the weakest level that we've seen during the course of this year. Only marginally above that 50 mark, of course, that separates expansion from contraction. Data, of course, in stark contrast to some of the recent resilient activity figures that we have been seeing from the US economy, particularly in terms of the labor market, I think highlighting the fact that that risk of recession still overhangs the US economy. Elsewhere, energy stocks ran on Saudi Arabia's pledge to make further output cuts. Stock 600 in Europe fell half of 1%. Biggest loser yesterday was actually the luxury goods group LVMH, as data from China continues to deteriorate. Over on Wall Street, the SP 500 was down two tenths of 1%, after briefly touching bull market territory, having risen 20% from the October lows. Opening calls on the European forces are to the downside this morning. You've got Euro stocks 50 down three points. 4,100 London down 5 points, stacks over in Frankfurt down 19 points.
1: And Apple, they've revealed a new headset, and it
0: might set you back a bit. It does set you back a bit, Apple have launched what they describe as biggest new product range in a decade, it's a mixed reality headset named Vision Pro Headset, it's been seven years in development, introduced us to the idea of spatial computing apparently, but as you say, comes at a cost. device apparently looks like high tech ski goggles will have its own operating system and a dedicated app store can use it for both virtual and augmented reality you'll be able to watch content TV, it's got an ultra high resolution display, 23 million pixels across two displays apparently makes it feel like you're in your own home cinema apparently lets users uh, adjust and enjoy their content content In a way that makes them feel like they're in a physical presence in their space. So, really important, perhaps, in terms of the way people access gaming, but also the work environment, presentations, virtual conferences will all change under this new device. Apple said they expect to sell 900,000 units in the first year. Investor reaction, which I think you probably highlighted a little bit, a little bit muted. Apple shares traded close to record highs on Monday, slipped back, gave Gave back actually 2% gains as the announcement came through. Some concern perhaps around that price point of $3,500. Think you'll invest in one? Uh, Listen, I think it's going to change the world in which we operate in. It can do some really exciting things. If you think about the way we interact has changed dramatically as we've gone through the mobile phones we've gone through facetime if we've gone through video calls And this is the next iteration of that being instead of sort of feeling remote we'll be all in the same room so you and i for example could go to villa deste on lake como for dinner we'd put on our goggles and we'd be transported there without having to which all sounds i don't know how romantic that sounds but sounds like a fun thing to do but i don't know maybe it ruins the world right because maybe you don't don't need to travel anymore and you can just try to experience things virtually rather than reality oh,
1: this is true I wonder, I'd like to know how you charge it if it's going to be an issue of what we're charging it and a different charger for everything again.
0: Uh, Well, they're trying to standardise a lot of those things, isn't it? Certainly our friends in Europe are very keen on those types of things, so let's hope uh, it fits seamlessly with the rest of the Apple range and, of course, across devices. Okay,
1: and finally, UBS is set to complete their takeover.
0: Yeah, expects to complete its takeover of Credit Suisse as early as the 12th of June, creating a Swiss bank in Giant with a balance sheet of $1.6 trillion. Completion is still subject to the registration statement being declared effective by U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. UBS, you remember, agreed to the government-orchestrated takeover back in the middle of March, paying just 3 billion Swiss francs for the bank, assuming up to 5 billion francs in terms of losses. The government itself, of course, promised 200 billion francs of liquidity and will take up to 9 billion francs of losses under the share takeover. Credit Suisse shareholders will receive one UBS share for every 22.48 shares that they hold. Remember, this is now a mega bank, it will see assets oversee assets of five trillion dollars, employ 120,000 staff around the world well at least initially we do know of course lots of synergies will be produced by this merger of the businesses and no doubt some of those job cuts unfortunately will start to shine through and the foreign exchanges please hank pound against dollar coming in at 124 this morning euro dollar coming in at 107 going to be at one euro 16 cents for your british pound this morning well
1: have a good day and speak to you tomorrow at the same time
0: thank you have a good day hank potts from barclays